from the basement of death studios around southeastern Wisconsin. It is playing and slaying. Random encounter number two. Here I am with Troy, and we are excited to uh, have a. It's a dialogue when it's two people, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Just the two of us. That's yeah. a song too. I won't. I won't. We won't bring that in. We'll get copyright that infringement. That's a song. Yeah, we could play what fifteen <laughs> seconds of it. As a I lead don't. In and... I don't even know. YouTube is like unbelievably like the algorithms. They just sweep and look for anything. And I don't know. Yeah, I think if you have, if it can catch anything of a copyrighted song, it's going to be like, oh no, copyrighted. Yeah. No Maybe money we'll for you. We can play like eight seconds of it. Yeah. Or most, I mean, for us, it's not like we're monetizing, so it's not. Uh, True. <laughs> but True. Uh, everybody but else, please yeah. like and subscribe and join our yeah. channel. Be one of the twelve or so yeah. subscribers. <laughs> I think yeah, we're trying to break twenty on uh, a few of them. So, but it's the goal. We're the goal. we're getting there. You have to. Everybody's got to build right from. Uh, yeah. And uh, maybe I'll make a flashy new, um, you know, so I had to make like a clickbait uh, thumbnail. You know, oh, yeah. to yeah. attract the viewers in the algorithm of something. So, it's and I need to just—I was reading—you just need to cut out the head. So I just need to cut out your head out of the background tie, and then put it on some kind of a splashy background of—I don't know, you know, like burning games or something. Yeah, um, and probably like something horse, that we don't even talk about. Horace Heresy background, right? Yeah, or something like that. And we don't Let's even need to talk this... about it. The Horace Heresy episode, right? Even though we don't and even talk like about it, thousands of, of <laughs> clicks. And, and it's just a question: yeah, Why is the Horace Heresy for you? Um, why is is the box to is the Horace yeah back injury due to Horace Heresy uh, box weight? We just need some kind of a, a lead know, in lead question, in question yeah. that we don't even need to address, but just like, I love to get it. somebody to click on it. Uh, we broke the algorithm. We figured yeah. it out. <laughs> and you can see, I'm also kind of bitter. I don't. I don't quite. I don't. I know that's what the, the world we live in. But yeah, I really just... try to like not clickbait articles. Sorry, we're going way down to tangent. We wouldn't even like welcome people to listen to us and do anything. But um, no, we just dive right in. Yeah. The... But I, I really try not to click. Like I see, especially hate watch. I try not to hate watch. Oh yeah, right. Oh, like you see a headline, and you're like, oh, that's whatever. And I'm I've like, inten- I've intentionally not gone the spiky bits in like seven years. <laughs> that is one. Yeah, there are certain. Uh, yeah, certain websites that. Yeah, that. And part of that was also like I'm like, there's so many ads on here. Like this is not even readable at some point, right? But the same yeah. thing with the videos, right? I'm like, if I click on this and hate watch it. I'm actually giving you money. So as much as I may want to know what you want to say about this thing, I'm not going to do it. Keep it positive. Yeah. Well, let's let's actually talk about what we're going to be talking about tonight. And uh, that is, you know, just Troy and I talking yep. a little bit about what we're playing, maybe a little hobby, um, and then a lot of purchase. We're actually calling this the, <laughs> uh, this random encounter acquisition disorder is back and that's back in all caps because yeah. Troy and I have not been thrifty or um savings oriented as we've been purchasing no. a lot of random gaming stuff so no. <laughs> um now that's where we put up the uh what's his name Joe uh from Tiger King oh. Joe Exotic <laughs> yeah whereas the, the meme of I'm never going to financially recover from this yeah and it's our <laughs> random encounter too 
Yep. Uh, oh, when, but, you know, more importantly, though, Troy, when you're playing in Slam, it is important to stay hydrated. And even though there's only two of us tonight, we, we are equipped yep. with, uh, with beverages. So what are you drinking as we sit down to record? Uh, I am, and since we have video, might as well use it. Um, I have an Inadeptikon glass, kind of dirty, Windexy uh, water, yeah. or whatever. But I had to bring a classic. Um, it's hot here. It's hot, and I needed something cool, and um, I needed to make a little pick me up. And I have just enough acai, Van Gogh vodka over there, acai blueberry. To uh, and a little and a one of the my small cans of uh, monster white monster to make uh, kind of the house BOD cocktail. special hot co- house cocktail. So very good. It's been a long time, and just opening the bottle, I, you forget how good like that vodka just smells. Like you can just like open the bottle and. Bring, oh. I might need to bring the fixings for that to Gen Con and make that like the the resurgence oh. of the uh, the house cocktail. Yep. Yeah, and it can yeah, because I can travel, right? It can, you can yeah. do lots of I mean, good stuff. Technically, you're not supposed to fill your water bottle with a mixed drink, but Doctor Gabe has proven that conventions you can do that. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, take that page out of his playbook. Cool. So, what are you uh, drinking, Ty? Yeah. So, I've got a Good City Pills, uh, just a pretty standard summer summer beer from Good City Brewing here in Milwaukee. Um, Pretty good. I, I bought this six pack the other day and I used two cans to boil up some brats <laughs> over the weekend. And then the other the other four I'm I'm drinking. So um yeah, it's refreshing. Relatively one of those beers where it's just, you know, have a few and don't feel the effects and don't get too full. Awesome. So I, I do have an honorable mention for um the uh our our uh, hydration segment. The uh, this over the weekend, I was up uh, in Door County and uh, hitting Brewfest, Door County Brewfest. Oh, nice! Uh, which is up in Bailey's Harbor, and uh, I, I took it pretty easy. We didn't do, we weren't, uh, and it seems like it actually was more a more laid back crowd. It was definitely not the I'm going to try every beer and and as fast as I yeah. can kind of crowd. It was definitely a kind of everybody hanging out on the grass, eating and and sipping a few. But I found this, and I'm trying to see if I can find uh, uh, a good uh, uh, the actual name of it. But if not, um, and it happened to be the and I don't know if this is good or bad. Happened to be the first beer I found, <laughs> and that was probably the I wouldn't say the best beer, but the most interesting beer of the whole thing. Uh, it's Stubborn Stubborn Brothers Brewery or Stubborn Brewery up in Schwano, Wisconsin, for people who are oh, wow. somewhat All local. Right. So Bryce, um, it's in here, striking distance of his neighborhood. They had uh, this, uh, I don't know, margarita, I, gotta get, I should find the exact name, uh, a margarita um, kind of lime beer. We didn't after we so tried was it, it like a sour. Yeah, a basically? sour. Yeah, margarita sour. Yeah, a margarita sour. Okay. Um, and I'm thought, oh, this sounds interesting. Try it. It's a it's twelve percent. It was it won the oh. it won the thing that was the highest uh, alcohol oh. level thing out of any of the beer that was there. Uh, didn't realize that till afterward, but but uh, it's just amazing. It was just like as for a sour and a lot of margarita. There's so much going on. Yeah. It, it doesn't even not quite a beer. I mean, at that alcohol level it's almost like a barley wine right or something else like that yeah. but um i don't know exactly how they were doing the flavoring but um yeah just honorable mention to that one so i i might have had at least three samplers of that because nice then we'll have I, to figure out how we can get some of that for 
Yeah. Circulation. Right. We might have to figure out how to, we know people and it's on kind of near. So, so I just wanted to bring that one up. So, um, and I had never heard of them before, so I don't know how long stubborn brothers brewery in Shawano, Wisconsin has been around, but they definitely have some interesting, interesting beer. Nice. All right. So that is what we've got tonight as we, uh, we head in. Let's, you know what, let's start with playing and let's just go right to the, you know, the, the good stuff. Um, started a new D&D campaign. So we finally, after a year and a half or so, maybe two years, wrapped up Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think we counted up the sessions, but it, you know, we got, we got our money's worth out yep. of that, yep. uh, that campaign. Um, wrapped that up with, a, I think, a pretty good finale uh, episode. It felt like a good place to end. Um, and then took maybe two weeks off and I kind of built out um, a homebrew world that um, that I've, I've played another campaign in before, but I took an area of the map that had been unexplored and I gave it some history and I fast forwarded the timeline a hundred years. So like some stuff has happened and then introduced it to this group that we play with uh, in our every other week uh, Tuesday night game. Um, and yeah, Troy, I mean, initial thoughts, we'll, we'll get Bryce and Josh to weigh in next time, but we'll just cover off the, the quick kind of, cause this was your first time seeing kind of the world that I've yep. affectionately called the world of the sundering. Um, still need a good name for it, but that's the word. It, it, yeah. It's working title. It'll, it'll, it'll go. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm excited. Again, we're all, did we play two sessions? We played two sessions, character creation. Um, you can, at least for me, it feels like um, definitely a world that you've, that's, you've, you've put a lot of time into or that like, there's a lot of depth. Like it feels like just stepping in, even though you're only, you know, we're, we're very much at the beginning of this campaign. The world feels very rich, feels very kind of, built out um in some ways we know that there's history there and i think that maybe that's because even like you said because even some people in the group have learned know that history right so it just feels really rich so i'm excited and then i think all the stuff you've been doing i don't know if we wanted to touch on it now or kind of later but i think the stuff you've been kind of creating in terms of content creating for the players in terms of the the world anvil stuff and continuing to build that out and create resources for us just like a source book in in some ways and i think some ways for you it's a way to you kind of get the stuff down and kind of flush it out down too so i I think that just adds to it too because it's there's stuff in there that also that again doesn't directly affect at least right now it doesn't directly affect what we're doing but it adds to the world um even all the deities and 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 things like that so i yeah i'm I'm really excited because it does. It feels really rich. It feels like okay, we're in this one little spot, but there is a much greater world out there, and there's things going on beyond our, you know, beyond the, our group. And I always like that feeling, right? That yeah, we we may have our effect on that, but the world continues to move around us um, in some ways. So yeah, and I'll a quick talk about World Anvil. So I was looking for a way outside of like Discord or a Google Doc to kind of just capture notes and put some some background info so i stumbled upon world anvil i think it's just worldanvil.com and uh created just a free a free account um and then it lets you kind of create like an encyclopedia almost or like a player's primer 
and I put a map up. Um, and then you can pin drop and put like a description and all these pins on the map. So I made the map in roll 20, the hard way, screenshotted it, put it in the paint, <laughs> loaded it into world anvil <laughs> and then added all the pins and the descriptions. Um, but like, there's cool ways to create timelines. So like the group is part of a mercenary company. So I kind of put up the 25 year history of like the mercenary company from when it started to where it is now. And they've all joined at different times. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. I'm I'm putting a lot more time and effort into the the building aspect of the world, uh, just so that there is kind of that feel of a true true sandbox. Like, I was definitely inspired by like the old Pathfinder um, Adventure Path Kingmaker, and like reading the Malazan books, and then <laughs> I read the Black Company. So there's a lot of like different competing things that yep. inspired me to go this route um yeah and i don't again i'm sure that i'm a little bit tainted because i am in the middle of the Malazan books but it does have there I, I do feel like you have put a little bit of a Malazan. there's a little bit of that um going on in there but the same thing black company too i can feel that too so it yeah it, again it it's its own thing but it, it also feels like it's very um like a lot of the other really things I love also kind of feel like they're in here somewhere. Right. So it's kind of, it's very interesting. Heavily, heavily influenced. Yeah. 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 And I take a little bit of Mercer's like Teldori. I take a little, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I don't know. I struggle with thinking of truly original ideas. So I think, you know, storytelling is kind of borrowing and reshaping yep. and, you know, subverting kind of what other creators do. So that's I'm playing with that. And, that's a new campaign. We'll hear more, I'm sure, as we go through it. Um, so far, you guys have uh, avenged your captain, who was <laughs> killed by orcs, raided their encampment, started a fire on their palisade fence, and then got a classic, got a map and a letter, speaking of a new yeah. place, and then a couple of X's on a map that you have yeah. no idea what's there, but now you've got a few, <laughs> a few POIs to uh, possibly explore. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's D and D and then, um, have played sushi go a little bit at home. So Landon and I played two player and then we played with Nicole on father's day after we went out to dinner, got home. And I said, let's play a game. So we played sushi go, which I'd forgotten how fun, you know, that is. Uh, have you played that one, Troy? Um, can you, I can't see behind me. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's, it's over, on your it's show. over there. So, oh, wait. <clears throat> Here we go. Sushi there it is. There it is. I'm like, I'm is. like, I think it's right here somewhere. I have not played. A, I usually end up playing with you. Um, yeah, it's like a card, card yep. drafting. Pass it around. You pick pieces yep. of sushi out to score points. You play three rounds, and then the winner is the person with the most points at the end of the round. So, yep. and don't let it. What's the one? What's the the one high point set that you don't want oh, to people get sashimi. can't let sashimi, sashimi. Yeah, don't let somebody get ahead like 10 points yeah, yeah don't let somebody get and you have to be careful that's the only like keep track is somebody yeah, trying to get you can't let somebody run away with all the mackie rolls and get yeah. those six points you don't want to be the person with the least amount of pudding because yeah. then you lose six points yeah there's yeah it's, some fun. it's a fun it's a fun little yeah little game again yeah. yeah and it's again one i feel you just keep on your shelf and it there's it always so quick it's a good it's one to bring yeah. out yeah. Even if you have a mix of gamer, ungame, you know, non-gamer people, it, it it plays pretty cool. So yeah, it's like yeah. one of the classic. And I think right there is, I don't know if you have like the class, the 
I'll call it the classic. The original is what six players or something else like that, and then there's yeah, then they made like a party. Yeah, one sushi then. go party, I think, or uh, and then that one I don't know what is like twelve or something like that. It's a, a bigger box and just lets you play with a whole bunch. Of, and again, yeah. it's the and doesn't actually because you're doing kind of the drafting, right? I don't think it actually adds any time to the <laughs> to the game. Um, yeah, I mean everyone's yeah. picking their card simultaneously, revealing and passing, so it it's yep. yeah, it, it goes quick. Um, and then every week I play Vampire Fifth Edition. Uh, we just finished our fourteenth session uh, last week, Wednesday. Taking a week off this week. Um, due to some real-life uh, commitments for, for folks. Um, but we have also started, I say we, the royal we, Andrew and Charlotte primarily are the creative forces behind the, the video content and production. Um, Charlotte has actually started editing the first one into a podcast format. So actually, mm-hmm. like, just a straight actual play, cutting out a lot of the, the downtime or stuff okay. between. Um, and then also started doing some small, uh, I guess you call them vignettes, like one-on-one character-to-character uh, RP sessions to reveal information, calling them uh, nocturnes. So they're like 10 to 15 minute. Uh, we've got the first two, I think, are, are out on the YouTube and uh, plans to record another couple. So they're just little like ways for us to get some exposition and character, you know, advancing their own stories and plots with other characters between our our sessions so um we'll put the link out there uh they're all available the first 13 on youtube the 14th should be out yep. soon and then we do wednesdays on twitch usually get started around 8 30 uh, p.m central time on mr mephisto's twitch stream where you can catch us live hang out and chat and uh check it out but yeah vampire the masquerade uh endless elegy so milwaukee by night has been a ton of fun um and after this where you've hit that spot now where people's agendas are becoming a little clearer you're starting to see some of the politicking and some of the other storylines advancing so it's it's been a lot of fun cool yeah i mean it's always cool to uh to uh, to watch you you and do it and then i just saw those nocturne minis and i was kind of it was interested in like oh this is interesting and a little bit more I think yeah, it adds some, but it's also a way to kind of just also get a quick hit <laughs> of mm-hmm. uh, of the stuff yeah. you guys are doing. So awesome! What have you been uh, playing, Troy? So I think the one the one thing we kind of did, at, um, well, we had we played a couple other games, but I think we're going to save those for another another time. But uh, John and I, I can't remember why we. I think it it's it might have been an Adepticon or some kind of like we had a pledge we we're like hey we're going to actually play um a lot of these uh, you know GW games that we all own but we don't get to the table very often so um we just kind of like let's do an Adeptus Titanicus um because I have a whole bunch of that stuff for some reason um I think I, <laughs> I have a bunch and then I think uh our friend Dan had when he kind of got out of it had uh, given me uh, some of the stuff, some of the stuff that he had. And so I, I have a lot. And so I, we built a kind of a, a fun table. Uh, and then we just threw down big, we were in like, no, no little max or no little Titans. We're putting big, big guys. So two warlords, I think two warlords and, uh, two reavers that we have, I think, um, or we might have just sent a warlord and a reaver. I'm trying to think how we did it. I feel like we had three on there. So we might've, might've had a couple, 
Um, and which again played that's such a good game. So it feels like you're running these big, you know, Titans and uh, a lot of fun. And it's a pretty. I mean, it, most of the time you you have kind of a turn limit of four or five turns anyway. Um, and uh, you just have the control panel, and you're, um, you know, and you're over. always fighting over. You never have enough, right? You're always kind of either don't have enough power, or your shields are going down. Or you're trying to where do I repair? Um, and then you have these massive weapons that are just kind of raining, raining all kinds of stuff on you on that. So, uh, so it was kind of fun. I think John, we, John ended up kind of winning. I think he took out my Reaver. Um, and so my warlord, uh, decided it was time to back out, uh, on that. <laughs> but I also just, I, we had, I also had a power fist on my Reaver. So I'm like, I'm going, we're going up close and personal and <laughs> see what, <laughs> see what it can do. And it, he whiffed a couple of times when I, when he got, he did get in there and, but he whiffed a couple of times. So, um, so it's good. It kind of motivated motivation to kind of keep probably building some of that stuff. And there's always more to paint, uh, on some of that, but, yeah. um, I don't know. I think part of it, I always try and like go, oh, I'm going to paint this really super good. And I think what I should just do is like, Hey, let's just at least get a paint on it <laughs> um, and get it on the table. Cause it's still going to look pretty cool. So, so it was fun. Yeah. And uh, to get that to, again, rather than have it sit on the shelf for a while to get it. And, and again, I think that's a game too, that would, you know, multiplayer couple, mm-hmm. you know, where each person's kind of controlling a, a, a a warlord or something else like that and you can have a couple of sides i think it'll be kind of fun and it kind of blends right into the current uh you know horse heresy revamp and uh resurgence too so i think that'll be, sure. that'll be pretty cool yeah i saw i think you still had it left when we came over the other night to, to play a game that we'll talk about when when the other guys are on but Yep. had another board game night and you had it all kind of still out on the table. <laughs> yeah, it it's still I put I cleared the table but the the Titans are still standing over there cuz I haven't moved them back to I don't want to move them back to their shelf shelf yet. They're uh, <laughs> they're feeling lonely, so. So you, you talked about all that there is to paint. Have you been doing any hobby um other um, than world anvil and world building? I haven't done any, <laughs> any painting. <laughs> uh let's see what was my hobby. I did build I did build a roll twenty uh, uh screen for you just on a whim you one did. one evening. I spent like three hours <laughs> goofing around <laughs> um as a creative outlet. Which um, which reminds me I need you to send me the actual JPEG file. Oh. Yep. So that I can update right. the journal. Cool. Yeah, we'll we'll have to do that. And and again, hopefully we can make it a little bit of a living living picture too as we go more. Uh, I yeah. kind of left a lot of a lot of open space on it with the idea that we'll kind of add some artifacts to it as we go through. So um, definitely. So yeah, and uh, I, I think we might have called out before, but um, really want to give uh, Matt Weeks a, a shout out because he was the one that showed us all the ones he had done for his Roll Twenty campaigns for each one yeah. where he had done, uh, and he has I think crazy graphic design skills um so it's some really cool ones but it was uh, inspiring and uh so i've been trying to uh, do that too and with uh, some of the artifacts out there and raise up my photoshop game so <laughs> <laughs> but right. otherwise beside that i have n- i am slowly working my way through our our hobby challenge um which is the Marvel Crisis Protocol squad. So I'm slowly trying to get some X-Men. Um, I think I put, I just because I had done classes, I started building Magic, who's in the same box there, the, his sister. Um, and so I kind of have that in a couple of sub-assemblies because it's a, a 
Oh, you know, she's kind of, I think, jumping or something. So it's kind of a weird one. So I didn't come, I didn't want to completely assemble it. Um, and then I have, I don't know, I see four boxes of, <laughs> of other miniatures still in shrink right next to my table that I want to start putting them yeah. together. So I don't get, I have a feeling you guys might catch me a little bit on this challenge, depending on, uh, I feel like, I think we bought ourselves a couple more weeks to go there, but um, I don't yeah, know if I'm going to get uh, I, too I far. Know. I'm incredibly far behind. Like I haven't started anything because any spare time that's not consuming other content or playing games has been fiddling around with world anvil and roll 20 i don't know how many hours i suck into that stupid map (laughs) yeah and we're worried a little bit because uh i think bryce is bryce is back um yeah seeing his his progress almost finished and he started painting again but then he went to Mexico for right. a vacation. So he gave week, us he so. gave us a little bit of a, a, a yeah maybe here, it's so. like a hard reset. Yeah. Yep. So well, so that I think brings us to crowdfunding. A little bit of Kickstarter, uh, and by a little bit, I mean there's been a lot recently. Um, so I'll I'll lead in with a few things that I've received and or backed, and then we'll talk about a few new ones that are out there. Um, so I just got my uh, my wet palette from Redgrass Games, the version two. So they did the the improved kind of wet palette. Um, looks to be roughly the same shape, maybe just a, a little bit thicker, better lid, um, but same kind of concept with the you know the attachable magnetic like um, I don't know what you'd call it. The little attachment that has the little bowls where you can put like paint, um, you know, to work from on the side. Um, didn't get any of the other real accessories, but um, just kind of the basic, uh, the basic set. That Kickstarter had been out, I think that was last year at some point. Um, so it kind of surprised me when it came. I was like, "Oh, what's this? All oh, right, my wet palette." Um, and then I stumbled upon, I think, Doug from. Um, is it tough up or I can't think he does a lot of AOS narrative stuff on Twitter. He had talked about this solo RPG game called legendary kingdoms that he'd been playing. And then uh, I think he had linked to it. There's a new Kickstarter out for their book three pirates of the splintered isles. So it's a solo RPG Oh, I and I went and bought the first one. Oh, there. The <laughs> so like kingdoms. like mine's tied because I I did not. I think I have the. I pulled down. They have a free, um, like I think they have a one PDF sample adventure because I I also yeah. got sucked into the same thing where I'm like, ooh, this looks interesting, and they have already have some stuff out there. Um, so I didn't go far enough to buy the first one yet, but I. They, I pulled uh, down their sample because I'm, I'm like, I'm I want to kind of play with it. So <laughs> I bought and I've probably played like six hours. So I made a Google Doc character sheet and I'm like, I've got my dice, my D6s. So you like get your party and then it's all six-sided dice to resolve yeah. skill checks and combat. And then you track on your sheet. Each character can have so many items and you have stats that make your dice pool. Really simple yeah. mechanics in it. But it's like combining choose your own adventure with a game, yep. you know, and... Uh, trying to figure out the the region and explore everything. I'm, uh, the completionist in me is like, oh, how do I get to that spot? How do I get <laughs> there? Oh, I got to check that in. I got to check here. I got to check there. Oh. Um, and it's it's a rabbit hole. So I, I think I'm going to buy the second one. And then I did pledge on the third one, the Kickstarter. And the, the game, they're releasing one book each year. 
Um, I think it's a pretty small operation yep. out of England, I believe, or somewhere overseas in, in Europe. Um, I think the UK. And uh, it was like $35, I think, to order the first book from them, um, and roughly that for the, the Kickstarter. Um, it's just fun. It's, you know, it, it brings back the nostalgia of choose your own adventure, um, with like a fantasy theme and the story isn't incredible, but like it's, it's fun. It's a quick, easy thing to, to just sit down and roll some dice and have the, the feel of like an adventure game. You're not role playing obviously because you know, oh, you, I, you can depend so many personalities you have. Yeah, Ty. you can yeah. start talking to yourself. That's all right. I could record my sessions and yep. play as each of the four characters. <laughs> Just get yeah, d- different voices. You'll be good. You'll be fine. Right, right. But so I, I saw that really cool. It's Pirates of the Splintered Isles uh, is their third book. Um, well, let me check. So the Valley of Bones is the first one. Crown and Tower is the second one. And it looks like they actually have six planned for the whole the whole mm. series. Um, but that was pretty neat. And then uh, I see um, Shotguns and Sorcery uh, is close. I think it's to, to the printer. Uh, the anticipated date for those to be in hand is early September. Um, from what Matt Forbeck posted in the, the last update. So that's just right around the corner. Um, He's going to be at Nexus, which I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit in upcoming events, running some some games for it. Um, and then I got an update. It looks like Frosthaven is getting closer to yep. going to print. Um, and that's the expansion to Gloomhaven that sits on my shelf taunting me. I've only played a few <laughs> times, but I've gotten much further in the computer game. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm the same way, right? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, than then the board game. So um, all those things are like on the horizon. And I think there's a couple that we both kind of saw and are yep. interested in. I, I don't know yet. I haven't formed a decision on either one. Um, hopefully I didn't miss. Uh, but so Cyberpunk, um, the board game by Simon. Uh, so, you know, I'll disparage Simon for their business model later. But it, it is a, <laughs> it looks like area control, um, kind of what I saw using the factions from the, more of the video game than the old like role playing game. So I think the the actual IP is likely the the video game version of Cyberpunk 2077 um using some of the gangs and uh things in in Night City uh and you're trying to control districts. Don't know much else about it other than the IP um but you know likely some decent miniatures, always good graphic design and and art used by uh, CMON. So I mean, high production value, but you're you're getting cyberpunk now. What I, what I will say is the video game had a lot of bugs. And it was pretty poorly <laughs> implemented. Hoping the board game is not the same way, but um, that's that's the only thing. You know, I'm, I want to just make sure their playtesting was solid before I go it, and. Uh, it could be back. a feature. It could literally be a feature of the game, right? A game <laughs> element like, oh, you can't complete this. You're hung. Start over at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Yeah, you disconnect every yeah. time you attempt to start this mission. <laughs> oh. Um, then um, the last one is Die. So the comic, the graphic novel about the role-playing game where the people go into the game world and come out horrifically scarred. 
I don't want to spoil it or anything. I also saw there, I think a TV series is in the works. Um, yeah, I want to say, I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I feel like, yeah, I saw something where, again, somebody has their hands. Again, there's always a long road between right, somebody right. being interested and in actually getting something on a TV or a movie. We know that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm you're farther than I. I'm, I'm still haven't read all the way through it, but it's just the, uh, the initial exposure I've had as I've read through kind of the first volume. Um, is really interesting. It just really, again, it's very you know, very character based, right? And uh, just uh, kind of that idea of kind of going into the real this whatever alternate fa- alternate world, right? And then coming yeah. back and um, and what you know, what the characters all have to to do to survive or what they've given up has been interesting. So um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, the RP, yeah, how do you translate that into an RPG? Um, Again, this could be one of the many RPGs that I buy and skim through and read, but never actually get to the table. But uh, I just, again, I was just trying to support something here that looked pretty cool uh, and bring it to life. And again, like you said, it's not; it wasn't just to get a, a copy of the rules. It wasn't a huge investment either. So, um, should be interesting to see how this uh, how this goes. And unfortunately, this one is complete. But I yeah, will uh, sure. I'll let you know if you know. A lot of times, a pre-sale or a, a pre-order kind of shows up and if i hear about that i will let people know yeah it i hadn't i wasn't familiar with the the company either i think they're in the uk um from what i recall yeah rowan rook and deckard um and it's, I mean, it sounds like they have Karen Gillian and, and Stephanie Art, Hans. Spire and Honey Heist is a game that yep. they, they do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it looks like Karen Gillian, the, the writer, is involved. So, interested, we'll, we'll see what, what it's like and hopefully get a, a chance to look through it. Because I'm sure the art style will be cool and, like, the, the writing. That's, that's probably what would draw me to it more than another yep. RPG yep. book to sit on a shelf that I never actually play. Yep. And they do. I mean, I have not, again, I'm such, I'm so bad. Like we talked about acquisition. Like I did not, there is like some, you know, um, preliminary, you know, actual play videos on the, the website here. So they, you know, again, are what those rules look like compared to what they'll be at the end. You never know. Right. A lot of times those are (laughs) very sketchy uh, (laughs) in terms of, of the, of what, you know, what the rule set is that those guys are doing some initial uh, play testing with, but uh, at least you can get a feel for it. Um, But I also would recommend uh, read the, read the book first. Don't get spoiled. So. Right. Absolutely. So from a Kickstarter standpoint, um, Lots coming soon and lots to back, as always. It's a never-ending site. Even when we say we're done and we're going to stop for a while, we find a project and get drawn back in. God knows how many 3D printing Kickstarters Josh has backed in the last couple months. Oh, I have. Again, I have just a library. I haven't, and I, that's, I have not even gone down the, at some point I'm going to end up going down the resin printer rabbit hole, but. Um, I've been holding off on that yet, but those get continue to get better and better and less um, less messy because that's my that's my big thing now is just a lot of de- dealing with all the cleanup and alcohol and cleansing and fume stuff and they're getting more and more where it starts to become more of a self contained unit and things like that because if you look yeah. at what some of those guys are doing now, yeah. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to just yeah 
print out some of the have that stuff the, and the print models, out. the character models and like yeah. army stuff. Yeah. So we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. We'll see. Yeah. Either Josh or I will probably take a <laughs> I think Dr. Gabe has one, I believe. Um because I know I he's been so. yeah, because I think he's think he's so. had one because I think he's been printing some and you know, every once in a while we'll see a painting project that that he does. So um and then just general purchase. So talked you know lovingly about our acquisition disorders being back in full swing i don't know about you but recently i've i've just been splurging like on amazon i'll add stuff into the cart or i'll go to the game store and pick up like a box of magic cards or like i mean so like crisis protocol right i found a, a store on amazon that was selling them so I, I bought cable and domino and magic and colossus to try to Put together like yep. the x-force with my deadpool and Sabretooth and wolverine just kind of get that gang together or that affiliation together rather um i you know back that legendary kingdoms talked about that already on kickstarter but i bought book one um now i'm gonna go buy book two like Baldur's gate commander legend so the new magic the gathering set uh dropped i don't know a week or two ago I went in and I picked up just the bundle, one of their bundles of like set boosters. So the eight packs with like a dice um, and opened up those packs and found one of Elena's land cards that's like <laughs> 10 bucks. And then this like cool, like ancient black dragon that I guess is valuable. And so it was, it was a good eight packs. Definitely got my like card value uh, in, a, in a handful of them. But evidently the set is recommended for drafting or to supplement commander. So like mm. where you get a one of and then play with 100 cards for multiplayer. And it reprints a lot of old commander cards and then introduces new ones that are themed to um, like characters from Descent into yeah. Avernus or yeah. Baldur's Gate, like Minsk and Boo yeah. and others. <laughs> so like I got a Minsk and Boo Planeswalker card yeah. and like dragons and... All sorts of cool stuff. I just and they use the old monsters manual art style for some of the cards okay. too. Oh yep. Um, Those are so cool. Yep. And they have like a an etched um style art, like an etched foil, which is, is cool and rare. Um and it's a big set. I wanna say it's like over four hundred cards. I mean just a, a lot of variety. So I'll probably buy more. Uh, I, I yes, have a, I will a buy box more. in my cart. So that we could just sit around and draft Baldur's Gate sometime. Um, yeah, yeah, because I think we'll we'll definitely yeah we're suckers for the magic D and D crossover stuff. Yeah. So I'm yeah I, I will dip my toe in there too uh, and do that. I and I don't know if you're I mean if anybody has ideas or tie, I what I'm really trying to do is find a good a good but not like. I don't know, like super expensive. I want to display magic cards in some, you know, it's like a nice frame and I'd love to like, cause there's some, again, there's some that a bunch of Elena cards or mm -hmm. certain, you know, nice ones out of the D and D set. Or I think I, you know, I, um, and I just haven't found like a really like, and what I want, cause in some ways, like I want to also like have a little bit, like I want to figure out like how many cards I want, you know, here's the set of cards I want to display you know, and whether that's 11 or 12 or not, you know, uh, you know, I yeah. don't I want something that's flexible enough that I can kind of figure that out. And so I don't know. I don't know if anybody has a good I've seen there's some stuff out there, but it's always been a little bit like, hey, here's 
like they're for baseball cards or something else like that. Yeah. Not quite Very straight orderly. Straight, yeah. Like, yeah. And so I don't know. I'm just trying and I'm, maybe it's more of a DIY thing, but even that I haven't found a good like YouTube. I didn't find it good. So I don't know if anybody has ideas or if people stumble across anything, I'd be interested to know. Then the, the last one that I haven't bought yet, but the moment I see it available somewhere, I'm going to buy it is Arc Nova. The second printing uh, sold out like in a hurry at most online retailers. There's a mm. couple I've seen in places for higher price points, but trying to get my hands on it because um, I think that's the next board game that I just want to impulse buy. Um, evidently, you're building, plan and design a modern scientifically managed zoo with the ultimate goal of owning the most successful zoological establishment. So you like, it's kind of like Euro style zoo, zookeeper. Yeah game <laughs> and i've heard it, it's all over the the hotness on yep. bgg it's everyone's talking about it. it seems like it's a really good game from capstone i just can't get my hands on a, a copy so i'm i'm kind of checking a few of the online retailers and looking around my local game stores haven't had it so i'm hoping if i can't get my hands on it before gen con that at gen con i'll be able to find somebody will have it right um, yeah but I'm hoping not to have to wait until then because that feels so far away, yep. even though it's like <laughs> six weeks. Where are we at? Yeah, we're getting closer. Yep, even that. So, yeah, I lots of, <clears throat> heard lots of good things about Arc Nova. So, be interesting to see. What else have you been buying? Um, so, I'm going to do a little bit. So, I also have been trying to buff up my Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, and we are, I'm definitely in this. It's funny, I'm in the same space as you because I love X Force. Um, I'm an X Men, so I'm kind of going down that thing. So, um, I think I, I bought the other half of what you are because I didn't have what you had and you didn't have what I had. So, I bought kind of the Sabretooth Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think, was it Cyclops and Storm just to start building out my X-Men piece? I'm kind of looking over there because the pile is sitting over there. Um, and I was uh, I got that from Herrick Hobbies. They're actually out in California. Um, and basically I met uh, Sky, Sky Herrick, who is, uh, I think, owner-runner, oh, yeah. was at, uh, came at, at Adepticon and played. Ca- in, Carl's friend, yeah, right? Carl, yeah, Hank knows Carl and over there. So I've uh, been trying to just send him some love uh, <laughs> over there. Yeah. And uh, uh, again, it, if I'm going to mail order something, whether I do it from, you know, I like to do it from people we know, Mini, Mini Stomp or, or Sky or somebody else like that. And they were, he was actually having a sale on uh, things. That's what got me looking at it. And then... Um, and my, you talked about impulse buy. Um, I ended up, uh, he also had the Mantic games Armada, which is their, you know, ship fantasy ship. It's kind of the, uh, Mantic's version of, um, what was the GW game? Um, it was Dreadfleet, but before that, whatever the original was that Dreadfleet was. Oh, like, Manowar. Manowar, right. The original. So it's like Armada is more of like the, again, the Mantic version of re, re envisioning of, um, a man of war and we, we played it at adepticon just a demo it's a nice a fun little game and um kind of a sucker for that and again it was again it, i think he had it like 50 percent off on some of that so i picked up uh kind of the starter and a couple extra ships that i might at some point put together and be fun just to to move around the table so that again yeah total impulse buy that's sitting out over here um the other thing I think we'll save for the next big show because I think it, it, it'll be interesting to see which people are actually sticking their foot back in is kind of the 
uh, I got my starter box for Horace Heresy and uh, the two books um, that are out there. Everybody seems to be buying the new the new one. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if we get a little bit of momentum at least, see how long that lasts. Uh, <laughs> but maybe for the next uh, 12 to 18 months, maybe we'll get some people and get some games in, something like that. So um, so we'll, we'll uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that in the future. But yeah, so that was a lot lighter on my uh, checkbook too coming, <laughs> coming out, of, uh, out of that. Although I did use a lot, again, I had, um, I had a gift card and... Um, and some credit there. Um, so that, uh, kind of softened the blow, but, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, that starter set had it, it's a value, but man, there's a, <laughs> it's still a, a pretty good investment. Um, the hefty box. Oh um, yeah. I was, I was looking at it in at games universe, uh, over the, the weekend yeah. and I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know that I'll do it. I feel like it would be one of those things I buy, like, look at my shelf, Dominion, Curse City, Necromunda, yeah. you know, and don't don't build and paint and play. But if you get your forces painted up, maybe sometime we yeah. can do a... Well, and and I would say, like, you probably don't need the starter box, right? Um, I would say, you know, if you if you dip your toe in, you, you get a squad or you get, you know, or, you know, start... Uh, to just build go in it. and maybe you know and right yeah and just have a little bit of force and because i feel like you know i you know what do we have like maybe we end up having some horsey days right where we kind of like everybody bring over their whoever's their loyalists and whoever's the traders bring over your stuff and let's do an afternoon <laughs> let's throw on the table have a big battle right yeah, and uh tell and, Heath. Heath will supply a whole side of that. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause he has white cars stuff. And right. And so that's why I'm like, I feel like you could, you know, you, you have a little squad of yours and borrow the rest and, um, and we'll get, get some fun out of it. So, um, so that's miniature. The, again, in the pile of, um, RPGs, I <laughs> buy and never play probably, uh, if I get it out of here. Um, so again, this was, uh, a lot of this is sponsored by Matt Weeks's uh, Instagram. Um, I saw that he had mentioned this, which is uh, Midnight Legacy of Darkness. This was an old setting. I think it's been around for about, they said 20 years, I think, that Fantasy Flight actually um, had done the original version. And so it seems like, again, <laughs> similar to what where it called me, was it kind of a, a darker, um, you know, D&D background Um where you kind of have the races, but they're all, it, it, it seems like it's much more, much darker and um, some, you know, bad things have happened in that universe. And it, so it just tweaks some of it and it has kind of its own classes and, and things that it extends. And they had redone it for 5e. Um, and this is Edge Studios because I think they must have got the rights to it um, after Fantasy Flight was done with it. So, um, yeah, again, interesting enough, I haven't gotten a chance to read through a lot of it. Um, but uh, again, it, interesting to know if you uh, even a one shot or just even are there stuff in here that you could steal <laughs> yeah. steal or inspire from uh into into other campaigns or something else like that so again uh you know thank who who published that again so it's Which edge thing? uh edge studios edge. okay uh, and uh yeah it's kind of i think they're calling it midnight legacy of darkness is this version um so be careful because there's still a lot of the old stuff. Uh, the first edition, I think that still sits out there. So, um, but yeah, Edge Studios, um, 
and they uh, seems like they're supporting it pretty heavily. They got some good uh, kind of some free free resources on their site and a pretty good website. Um, and I think there's also, I mean, I got the the dead tree version, but I think they have all that stuff on Drive Through RPG. And if you just to if you just want to dabble in in the in that without uh, taking up shelf space, so nice. Yeah, the ever dwindling shelf space. Yeah. <laughs> But it is a very it's nice book. Things. I mean, I very again. It's hard to do. Yeah, a, I was, I, I feel, the art is the art pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty. I don't even know if I can. Uh, we'll just pick this little orc guy that's up here. All right. So yeah, go. some again. Yeah, kind of a darker style. Kind of very. Yeah. Have you seen? Um, I think it's Blackbirds. RPG. Nope. So. Joe Maganello mm-hmm. knows somebody that is, I can't think of the okay. guy that is doing it, but he's a, um, it's supposed to be like a dark gothic fantasy role-playing game. Looks interesting. I haven't picked it up or spent much time researching, but what you described from Midnight kind of yeah. reminds me of what they're doing with yeah. that. Um, and while we're on the dark, just totally popped in mind, not in our notes. Um, if you haven't, speaking of dark and whatever, if you've not checked out Adrian Smith's YouTube channel, just oh, amazing. No. Oh, just, the guy is, I mean, right. His art is so okay. over the yeah, top. Yeah. And to watch him create it, I mean, he has that, he doesn't, I mean, it's not like he's on there every day, right? He's, he's got, but the stuff that he put on there about where he's creating some, whether he's doing some drawings or some uh, or some watercolor, I think, or he, I think the new one that's out there, he just did something around. He said, kind of going back to some acrylic painting stuff that he had kind of done. God, that guy is so talented. It's so amazing, right? I'm, <laughs> so much fun to watch this guy go from you know how he goes from a pencil sketch to yeah. the the crazy ink. Whether it's he's just doing a black and white ink or like he said a watercolor that he was in, just uh, so talented, and it's just really cool to watch the creation process and he does a pretty nice job of kind of walking through when he does the what videos. Yeah. Like, you know, here's what I'm doing and, and why he does it and, and some of that stuff too. So uh, yeah, just kind of, this popped in my mind. We were looking at this art, um, that, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, if you get a chance and I think it's just his name. If you look Adrian Smith, I think you're going to find it. So. Very cool. So speaking of, um, you know, watching people or listening to people, uh, it's not really purchased Troy, but I, I don't know where we fit it in. So maybe you can plug, you know, when you're not spending money on games, what are you yeah. doing with some of your free time? <laughs> so uh, a little bit, uh, as we mentioned on, I think, the live episode, we had the announcement around, um, again, we're going to run Space Hulk for the Adepticon uh, Welcome Dinner uh, next year. I've been working with Terrace on that. Um, if you kind of know um, Terrace also, he has the um, – Free, uh, freebooters uh podcast group out of there uh that he's kind of been uh running and, and managing that has a bunch of different podcasts under there one of those being the current version of the classic 40k radio podcast um that has uh uh matt uh matt alex and jeff on there um and uh so i got a chance to uh kind of sit in and get interviewed by the the 40k radio crew um and that that actually came out i think earlier this week um I just noticed that it was uh, that was out there, and so it was uh, kind of fun. I just a lot of it. I just talked a little bit about uh, kind of us, what we do, and then uh, about uh, kind of Space Hulk and how that evolved over the years, and uh, and what we're doing there. So it was uh, yeah, fun to get to 
spend a little time and uh, um, and talk about that and uh, and share that with the thing. And uh, I know at some point we may have um, we may ask Matt to kind of join join us maybe a little bit later in the summer or something. And uh, uh, he also I think he also besides 4K Radio I think he also does Nerd Herders or um, other which is kind of a more general gaming podcast similar to what we do too. So um, also has some. Uh, in- interest in there so yeah it was fun to uh uh to drop in on that i mean 40k radio has been around in some form that podcast is one of the originals <laughs> like i wanted yeah. we got to be going back 15 years or, or so i almost think um at least 10 if not more for it, it had to be because i think it was before even we existed as a group so it has to be yeah it had to be late yeah. late 2000 uh, 2007, 2008, probably when that kind of took off yeah, it with was, uh, it was Spencer Joe, it was and Joe Rogan and 40K Radio, <laughs> the first two. Right, kind of right. podcast, yeah. Um, it was interesting. I mean, it, like, I the original. I mean, we could go down a hole. There's, there's some way I think maybe Ty. That's our, our, our. I don't know if you ever did that back in the day, but kind of that whole, really about 15 years ago, like what the podcasts were then, what you were listening to. That was when I started to get to it and you started to get some of those yeah. gaming podcasts. And uh, it, was, it was interesting to, to, to even though some of those, I don't know if they, you know, some of them, I don't even know if they might be able to find some audio recordings anywhere, but you know, there was still, there was some actual play stuff. There was some good GM stuff back in the day. There was uh, you know, kind of general, it was interesting kind of, I'm always like, I should go back and kind of pull up all those old shows and do a little bit of a, a walk through history in that. Well, but yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on podcast though. I didn't add this to show notes, but that's a good reminder. So, uh, gaming and BS is a Wisconsin podcast. Um, they are either just recorded or soon recording their final episode. I think yep. they're calling it, calling it quits. And then, uh, Dan, we mentioned for the Adeptus Titanic, uh, Titanicus stuff you got from him, but him yep. and Brendan are recording episode 100 of cubic shenanigans coming up. So, um, you know, pretty pretty cool for some some other Wisconsin podcasts. One I've always enjoyed, Sean and uh, Brett's gaming and BS. It's a heavy RPG focused yep. um, podcast, but they're they're wrapping up. And then um, Cubic Shenanigans is is kind of our our neighbor, uh, yep. so to speak, as far as our part of the state. And um, they're doing episode 100, which is always a, a really impressive milestone, yep. considering most <laughs> podcasts don't get to. 20 episodes let alone 50 or you know uh 100 so look for that coming soon too yep no it's a good call yeah i saw the the gaming and bs too that they were uh kind of uh had a a going away and i can't yeah we'll go get that out there because i can't i think we might still be under when they're getting other but again lots of past content there and those guys um also are at a lot of conventions and they like they run a lot of events and and things like that big presence at game hall yep the gaming and bs has a huge presence at game hall in madison I guess do we uh do we open the doors to the library? Let's open the door. You you definitely have more books on your shelf than I do, but uh yeah, let's uh I, Yeah, I I realized that I set a goal for 50 books this year and I'm not I'm like behind <laughs> now. Here we are at mid-year and so I'm trying to catch up. So uh, I I started reading Gideon the Ninth. I picked that up and um I'm about you know, 175 pages in. So they've they've arrived to the Canaan house and they're starting yeah. to unravel the mystery of the doors. <laughs> yeah. If if you recall, I don't yep. want to spoil yep. it too much, yeah. but um, enjoying that a lot. And I'm reading through that one actual like paper. 
Um, I finished Under the Banner of Heaven, so I'd been working on that for a while. That's the John Krakauer's mm, kind of okay. true crime about Mormon fundamentalist brothers that end up murdering a woman and her, her baby in the 80s, and then it talks all about the Mormon religion and the fundamentalist like splinters that, that go off into these strange communities across the you know the southwest of the u.s um and then uh i in a day i read a series of essays <laughs> a book it just came out from a comedian i really like tom segura um it's i'd like to play alone please and that comes from a story about which i love because it's it's the stuff kids say he went up to his six-year-old and like hey what are you doing buddy and he said his kid is now like forming full sentence, you know, it sticks like kind of has that personality. And his kid yeah. said to him, I'd like to play alone, please. And went back to like playing with his trucks. <laughs> and it's, it's just a series of stories. Uh, Some you'll, if you're familiar with his comedy, yeah. you'll recognize from his, his specials or other things, but about his family and about, he has several essays are about famous people that he wrote on planes with. So like, Talks about when he rode on a plane with Serena Williams and Mike Tyson yeah. was on his flight and all these different, uh, and he'll always snap a selfie with yeah. them and then he writes the story. So it's, you know, 200 some yeah. pages, but I breeze through it over Father's Day. Um, then I'm listening to Child of a Mad God. So this came out a couple years ago, a few years ago. It's R.A. Salvatore, who's written all of the Drist stuff yep. and Forgotten Realms. Um but it's not in the Forgotten Realms. It's his own world. He's done one trilogy before this, and then this was the second trilogy. I think the f two books are out out of it. And I just kind of picked it up on a whim on Audible. Um, I don't know. It's I'm I'm. He's a good author. He's developed his craft after all these years. Yeah. Like he's telling a good story. But I'm just finding it really hard to get interested in the world. And um, but I'm grinding through it. It's like an 18 hour listen, yeah. and I think I I'm. 10 hours in so um and then i've been watching a lot of late night tv just binging shows so barbarians was a german show about the germanic peoples that fought the roman empire um and it's so it's dubbed over in english uh, i'm listening to it but all the latin when the romans talk mm. is subtitled so originally the it's german language mm. But I'm listening to the English dub, but then all of the Latin is subtitled. So you get this uh, interesting, um, you know, way of consuming. And I watched that. It's six episodes. Just tore through it. Peaky Blinders released a new season on Netflix. That's the, you know, 1920s gangsters in yep. England uh, with uh, um, Cillian Murphy and Tom, um, Tom Hardy has a bit part in it and other guys binge through those six episodes and that's it that show's done and i'm like oh my god i need more <laughs> like how am i gonna walk away from a show stranger things uh season four part one i know part two is releasing here any day yeah. now i think early yep. july um all i'm gonna say is vecna's pretty cool to to see if you watched Stranger i have things not better. i i am behind i think i'm behind I, i've never even finished three like okay. we got, we were pretty like hot and heavy. Like that was actually one thing I could get Sherry to watch with me um, together. And then, but we just haven't, yeah, I haven't, and I feel bad like doing it without her now. So I'm like, we have to, or I'm just going to like, yeah, shadow watch it and like not tell her. That's gonna, Yeah. Nicole, that, Nicole and I made an agreement to watch that on our own. Cause we have so little time where we'll watch like stuff together. Yeah. 
um, during baseball season. So she watched it on her own time and I watched it on my own time. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. So I'm, I'm glad I got yeah. through that, but it's just been these ridiculous, like Netflix binges late at night where I'm staying up too late and I should be sleeping, but instead <laughs> I'll watch. And then I, I watched season three of Barry on HBO. Oh. I love that show. Have you seen that? Bill I Barry have, I have not heard it, but I know I've heard you guys talk about it. And then, so I, yeah. it's funny. I've like, yeah, I poked my nose in it and saw some scenes because there are some pretty funny, yeah, things that are because yeah. even there's memes and things that come out of that that show. And so I've like, without watching it, I've tried to learn more about it and watch some because that's it. So that's that's for me just a ton of reading and watching. Um, how about you? What what have you been? So I am through? still um, in the Malazan Empire. Uh, working my way through the whatever thirty some hours that uh, those books are, but enjoying it. You, I'm on book two. You're so. on book two. Okay. Yeah. Um, just really, yeah. The the whirlwind and the yeah, that's where the, they transfer. You just get shunted across the world yep. to the Rariku, the desert. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's pretty good. And again, as it it yeah, I mean, we can do a whole thing on uh, that series. I'm getting more and more excited about it. I know that and. Um, Interestingly, I mean, we can again a whole nother episode probably as we talk about. Um, but I did, uh, as I again, I know you guys watch your TikTok book, whatever. Uh, oh, I yeah, was following back. some, yeah. there's some YouTube book review people, and what you know, and he's doing like, hey, my best 10 fantasy, you know, things, and I won't, uh, and but what's interesting is he actually put the Malazan books above lord of the rings like he said and this was like a revision recently mm-hmm. and he's like he's like you know i had and, he, and it wasn't like he said it was really the entirety of the what yeah. steven erickson has done because i think there's that series and there's actually another author that's actually written something in that world or something i think or yeah. along with it yeah and so that was his kind of like you know currently you know it, it was interesting and it's one of those ones where you find people like okay he you know as he was going through it i'm like all right yep that's one i love you know so you know, found somebody you knew was on the kind of the same wa- wavelength with you that's what i always like for reviewers right you're like all right if he kind of likes this stuff that i like then i'm gonna then i'm gonna take some recommendations from him and kind of go forward you'll but you'll have to you'll have to put that link up or see if you can yep. find it yeah so it's uh pretty interesting but yeah it was t- that he put right now he had that as and i was surprised because i was just kind of going oh interesting seeing him like oh where's he no he's got that <laughs> right number one and he's and he's like oh this will be controversial but i'm putting yeah the, that uh the melazon stuff uh is his number one ahead of the lord of the rings trilogy so so yeah i'm excited to walk through that i um and yeah it's just, things are starting to take a turn i think i'm at part four so i'm working my i'm probably in the last third of the book now um through that but i like how he always like every book even in the first book he has certain characters and i think maybe that's the strength of it is the different characters that certain characters that i that i totally dislike like like i you 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 hear me like what is when are these people going to die but then he always kind of like like there's something about him that then kind of like, oh, I get it. And I understand. Yeah. Like he does it such a good job. Who's, your, who's your favorite character so far? <sighs> Man. Um, and why is it Callum? No, see, I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm a, a sucker for the women. Um, and you don't know, no spoilers. I'm trying to figure out if Tattersale ever comes back. Um, Cause I thought she was pretty, awesome yeah. as a super wizard like especially yeah. as a female and um and then 
I'm interested to see. I mean, she's not really character. I wouldn't call her fair. I mean, like uh, Absalar or whatever. Just her story and arc has been interesting <laughs> on that. Uh, and then, daughter, right? yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. who might have been possessed by God at some right. point. No spoilers. Um, uh, so, in, yeah, I think that's some interesting ones. I'm trying. I mean, I, Kalam, right, has been like uh, the assassin. Who's yeah. not quite, quite, right. There's some stuff that, I, yeah, it, there's some yeah. pretty cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see, like, again, I, I assume that some of these characters will come back, but some of the people from the, just some of the bridge burners from the, um, from the first book, it'll be interesting to see if they get picked up again. You find out what happens to some of them. Cause I think there were some interesting guys in there, but, uh, yeah. Remind it, me, the book too also follows the chain of the dogs, right? The, the army kind of marching. Yeah. The, our, the, yeah. So it's, uh, um, the crow, I can't think. What I can't. It's the Wiccans. Um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. They're the other side, right? So they're the Malazan army that's being hounded that out by the, uh, um, by the the rebel, the uh, those and uh, and yeah, yeah, renegades. And so that again, you have the historian character there, who's yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, as uh, in yeah. um, and in, in that group. And and what's again, I think even in the first book, right? It's like it's not like you're you're getting both sides of like there's no real like again kind of like an Abercrombie in some ways like there's no like good guys bad guys here it's kind of yeah. like and even as you learn more you're kind of like you know originally you're like oh the Malazan Empire is not good and you're like well, I'm like, not sure they're kind of assholes yeah. yeah and then you're like well now that now that there's this big rebellion going on maybe they're not that right <laughs> uh, we, we just went like 10 yeah. minutes deep on, on Malazan there we go we need to do is we need to do a, a special episode with yep. um with Matt. Yep. And uh um, and bring it when those are yeah, those are kinda coming. So what so that that was all on just Malazan. Yeah, you can tell that was been has been taking my time. What I did finish otherwise though were two kind of non fantasy whatever. So um I uh read Bittersweet by Susan Cain. If you ever read Susan Cain also did Quiet. Um, which is a book about kind of introverts and and how they and how to function. That bittersweet um, was interesting because it really talks about how uh, you know why does some people like you know whether it's you know her thing was like hey why do some people like sad music what what is there something about that um, and just this kind of idea that that life isn't you know is in some ways challenging the like especially in America there's this thing about oh you know you always want to be happy right like your whole goal is to yeah. always be happy and you know her kind of th- very you know putting the whole book in two sentences is kind of like you know life is not all all you, you know it's not that's not the thing there are ups and downs and um and how do you you kind of figure out that balance in there and also you know it's interesting too about how, you know, kind of the ups and downs is really a lot of times what drives a lot of the creative process. I think we see that, on, you know, especially in people in music, authors, whatever, yeah. right? And uh, um, now you get said, I mean, she definitely is a strong, like there is this line between depression, mental health, right? You need to be, <laughs> understand, like, are you, you know, that that's not good, but, um, but you know, thing, you know things aren't always going to be good. We all have, you know, losses in our lives. We all have, you know, and, and how do you get through that? And what do you learn from that? Um, and how does it actually make you strong? So really good. Cause I, I that's something I'm, I'm a, a sucker for, uh, like a sad song, like sad songs or like breakup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and same thing with movies. I, I, some of my favorite movies are movies that don't have a happy ending. 
like okay. uh, and and actually and before i even read this like my idea like ideal like like especially like even like a rom-com or, or or some kind of a love story something that ends in a bittersweet ending for me was always yeah. like that's awesome like that that, that like yeah. that really... subverts the expectation right yeah a little yep. bit of that so again so interesting book again not for everybody but it was interesting there and then a real short one that i read which i don't know there there's a there's a uh, something here that maybe we can take around that, but it was, it's called consciousness, a brief guide to the fundamental mystery of the mind. I think this was, uh, um, uh, you know, my, his name is uh, a Tim Ferriss recommendation uh, that he had thrown on there. Uh, Annika Harris is that it's a real short, it's only like a couple hours. Uh, but her just, is just kind of more of an essay around the, Fundam, like where? What are some of the theories and what are these things around? How does consciousness? We're all, you know, we know we're conscious, <laughs> but when you kind of step back, how do you, how do you prove consciousness? Um, challenges some of the things like you know people are like oh conscious because it can interact you know around that and then also around you know our what is conscious? How who is you know are are we conscious? We kind of think, you know, there's certain animals that are right. That really kind of just makes you think <laughs> around that and challenges the idea of like. I think, you know, as humans, we're kind of like we like to think we're the only ones um, around that Thinking have this on idea that level of shared experience, and yep. wisdom, and yep. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, and then, and it also just like um, from a biological standpoint, I think we sometimes we tend to think of consciousness as separate from our bodies. Um, whereas if you, she pulls a lot of science out and things like that. And I think where we, re, where you realize that your consciousness is very much integrated with your body, right? Where you're, and especially where, um, like a lot of times you think, you think your mind is driving the reaction when actually your body reacted and told your brain <laughs> that it yeah. did it right. There's all, there's this little release, right. And, and you kind of, and there's, you know, in your, and it was interesting and I, maybe in sports and we'll go a little bit down the tangent, right? I think there is, as I played sports at, at high levels and you, you too, like when you're in that zone, in some ways you're not like the worst thing you can do a lot of times is if you're thinking you're not, you're not oh, winning, yeah. you're not right. I'm not hitting yeah. that ball. I'm not spiking it. I'm not blocking it. I'm not catching it. I'm not hitting that 90 mile an hour pitch. Right. I'm uh, yeah, around that muscle memory and right. just letting letting your body do right. what it knows to right do. right no to do right which and we think about that right is like in some way that is a form of con like our body's still con you're over conscious but we're not yeah. like you're not in the front of your mind if you don't think about it that way and that so again interesting real interesting short book um you know in the end there's no answers there but a lot of interesting questions and uh um, and again, I think it it sits right next to a lot of sci-fi and things like that today <laughs> that I read. But this was, you know, kind of real life and some of that stuff. So, so it was kind of my supplementary reading alongside as I'm working my way through the uh, Malazan Empire. Nice. I'm just counting down the days till we hear Malazan is getting option to. It's too big. I don't think they could ever do it no it's one of those ones that's gonna well in i don't know right we're we're, we're running long already right but yeah. some of the like even and i haven't even paid attention but it feels like wheel of time right didn't really hit the yeah hit, hit an all mark. mark on that and that that's uh again i think something has a similar problem right it's like how do you yeah good good not great yep i think troy that gets us through our 
acquisition disorder and our library and, and others. Um, so let's talk about some upcoming events this cool. weekend. This weekend. And yeah, if you're listening to this, it's probably like now or tomorrow or. Um, yeah. Get out to Brookfield, Wisconsin right now and go to Nexus Game Fair. Yep. Because we're, and I'm probably there. At least Friday I'm there. Um, we'll see. Originally, I was going to be out of town but I uh, for the rest of the weekend, but I'm around, so I may go more than Friday. But I am running games. I'll be there for sure Friday evening um, running some games. Cool. I, uh, I have a baseball tournament in Cedarburg, play Friday night and Saturday afternoon and Saturday night, so I don't know <laughs> if, if I'll get there. <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to swing yeah. through on Sunday if, if we're not playing uh, and just check it out to, to get there yeah. for a day. But Un- unknown um but the, yeah that's at the brookfield convention center brookfield wisconsin sure. just west of milwaukee um this weekend uh thursday through sunday i think right 23rd yep through 26th um then end of july uh starting 10 a.m central july 30th running 30 hours so sometime uh sunday afternoon on july 31st um Andrew, Mr. Mephisto, is running his uh, live stream for mental health. This year's charity is Take This. They are a kind of game-oriented, um, gamer-oriented mental health uh, charity. Um, talk about a lot of awareness around um, removing the stigma of mental health, um, you know, providing support, actionable ways to, to help in the communities. Um, you know, some of the what we see in abusive game studios and um, you know other other places. So uh, take this is the the charity. Recently, he did a rant cast with the director of Take This um, and talked a little bit about it. So check that out. We'll also have the link in the show notes for the 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 um, the live stream. Um, every block is another content creator or. Um, different industry folks or people um, I know are like Milwaukee by night cast is doing a segment Saturday night from like eight to 10 um, where we'll talk mental health and tabletop role-playing games um, can make donations um, in, in different segments. There is a ton of donations uh, that have been um, provided for, uh, for, for entry um, it's it's not an auction it's not a you know it's you can't like you can't pay to play <laughs> um but there's just a ton of uh gifts from different people um you know, i bought a couple of the the vampire fifth edition hardcovers so during our segment we'll have some you know vampire themed stuff to to uh give away and and i want to say that it, it's just incredible the uh, the amount of um donations and contributions from the community um Last year was well over twelve thousand. I, I don't Great, recall yeah. exact <laughs> figures, but of of dollars yeah, raised so. this year, you know, hoping to to do more of the same. Um, but drop into the Twitch, hang out. Um, we may or may not get an episode recorded before then. Hopefully, we do, uh, where we'll talk about it more. But just in case, um, you know, it's one of those things where it'll be going for thirty hours. So if you've got thirty minutes. <laughs> If you've got three hours, drop in and hang out and chat, see who's on, um, keep, in, keep in meth awake, yep. and then 
late, late, late night, he'll he'll go take a little nap, and then some others will take over hosting for a few hours while he gets a little bit of sleep, and then comes back in the in the morning. That are in a different part of the world, probably where the sun's up. either either a different part of the world or just complete <laughs> night owls yeah. like right, yeah. does yeah. Uh, late night uh, <laughs> segment sometimes. Um, then in first week of August, we've got Gen Con. Uh, again, pretty excited for that. Um, you know, the, the events have been published. We're in some cool stuff. Uh, it'd just be fun to hang out again with the somewhat larger group than yep. just you and Ben. Was it just you and Ben last <laughs> it year? It was just, yeah, but, me and Ben last year yeah. was kind of the, uh, yep. Um, so we'll see. We're, we're still threatening to kidnap Bryce if, if he yep. doesn't. Since Meltdown got canceled, he's freed up some time. Maybe we can throw him in the van and, and drag yep. him along. Um, then NashCon, so Tom and Bryce and I, my brother and, and Bryce and I are going down to Nashville. Uh, evidently got to learn how to play um, third edition Age of Sigmar before then, and a new General's Handbook will be out. So, I, like, literally, I'm going to be the guy that gets clubbed like a baby seal. I'm probably going to go 0 and 5 because I have no idea what's happening in the game. And I'm going to borrow an army. But NashCon, uh, August 20th. And then Dragonfall the same weekend as Gamehole uh, Con. So, Troy, you're going to have to pick and choose your your battles. and, and Yeah, and I up. am pretty scarce that weekend, unfortunately. Very rarely does my work. But we have some big things going on for work that weekend. So I will probably just be making an appearance at uh, at Gamehole on uh, one end or the other that uh, that thing. But uh, And that same weekend, if you need more, uh, Herner's running one of the holy events. Oh, is there... <laughs> Illinois. I think that's holy havoc uh, uh, weekend as well. So, well, and I think, uh, and I know Rockcon has also been that same weekend in years past. Yeah. I have not double checked. They need to all realize that there's this like Venn diagram of their attendees yeah. that you know are. They're are, definitely are cannibalizing, uh, yeah, all their attendants in some form. Yeah. So that, that kind of gets us through the, the convention. I know Origins just happened last week, yeah. so I didn't really mention that, but it was, um, you know, you start to see yeah. the, the, the game convention scene slowly coming back um, from, from the, the pandemic. Still ongoing, still some health concerns, mm. you know. Uh, obviously, I think Gen Con is vaccine required and masks as of their June health update. Yeah. I think you're seeing so that at some of these larger gatherings. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to get a few things on the calendar and have something to, to look forward to. Once I get through uh, baseball season for my son's team, it'll be fo- a little bit of focus on, on gaming. So, Any other uh, events or, or things we didn't touch on, Troy? I think that's it. We, are, we will save some things for... Um... Our next episode, full, yep, full episode. Yeah, this yep. was supposed we're to be gonna, our hour long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think we might have done. Encounter. Yeah, we might have done an hour plus. We'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. And uh, we will. Uh, I don't want to foreshadow, but I'm trying. We're trying to get uh, Terrace from Geek Nation Tours on in one of our next episodes here in the summer. So, if it's not uh, next time, maybe the the time after that. But uh, we'll try and get him also, on to talk. So. I have a new mission in, in life to get somebody on the podcast. Oh, are you familiar with the actor Rahul uh, Coley? He was in I zombie. He was the corner. He's in midnight mass. He played the sheriff. 
He's yeah. he's been doing a lot of miniature painting. GW mm. sent him stuff. Somebody I saw put on Twitter like, "Oh, I got laid off from work today, but blah blah." You know, it would be really cool is my podcast. And then Rahul Kohli's like, "Yeah, hit me up." So now I, I think what I'm going to do is either TikTok <laughs> or like daily Twitter at him and say day one of trying to get Rahul Kohli on our podcast. <laughs> you know, in some sign or statement, and then keep it going so maybe i'll start doing that with my minuscule twitter following because that to me would be just an awesome uh, discussion yeah well it's all be good yeah and it uh i mean we've had we've had big names best-selling authors premier yep. magic the gathering okay. artists yep yeah we're getting there and uh yeah i think matt forback will be at nexus and so i'll, I'll be yeah, like say hi to forback see I, do you remember me? I was a little face on the screen. All right. If you've got anyone else that you'd like to see us on the show, hit us up at Play and Slay and Show on Twitter. Visit us on basementofdeath.com. Email us. You know, find us different places. We'll be at conventions, usually wearing Basement of Death or Playing and Slay t-shirts. Um, maybe we'll get some hats made or some other cool swag for convention season. But yeah. This is fun, Troy. We'll uh, we'll chat more Malazan here in the next random <laughs> encounter. We'll just dedicate it to the bridge yep. burners. Yep. Um. <laughs> but in in the meantime, friends, keep the dice rolling, the drinks on ice, and no matter what, keep playing and slaying. And I made it through the outro there without having a a brain collapse <laughs> like I did on our live segment. Oh. Yeah.